I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios. Uh, we're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create content for their social media that truly helps them stand out. However, a few years ago, it became obvious to me that not every brand, not every business necessarily had the budget available to them to uh, actually have content created regularly. And we all know for social media, you need to be consistent. You need to have content going out every single day, not once a month. So how can you do that yourself for free? I sat down there um, and basically came up with a process. I called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. I turned it into a former number one book on Amazon, which is still available now in the section below if you want to go and get a copy of it. 99p, I think it is. And it takes you through the whole process that I work on with my clients and customers, which is basically going from planning to podcasting and everything else that happens in between as well. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. First things first, the fact it is World Calligraphy Day. So what is calligraphy? Calligraphy is that posh writing that you see, whether it be on signage or whether it be on um, letters. It's, it's kind of what they used to call joined up handwriting, cursive handwriting. Uh, but calligraphy is just and nicer, it looks better. Um, and the people who are good at it, oh my God, it just looks the D's B's, it really does. And not something I can do myself, but I, I think writing and writing like that specifically is a lost art form. Writing just generally is a lost art form. A lot of people don't do the writing side of things when it comes to digital marketing because it takes a bit of time to sit down and do it. Um, and along a lot of the time as people go, well, I don't know what I'm going to talk about, uh, which goes back to planning, which I always go on about. But blogging, if you can get to the stage where you are writing on a regular basis, just one blog a week, it can make a huge difference to your content, a massive, massive difference. And the thing is, is about a blog, it is the doorway to content. As far as I'm concerned, if you can write a blog and get it out there for people to consume, you are in a position where you can take that blog and you can turn it into multiple, multiple pieces of content. It's that simple, but you have to get your blog out there. You have to start writing a blog. The amount of times that I've, I've spoken to people and they're like, oh, well, I'm not too keen on writing, but can you write? Yes. Do you want to do a video? Not really. Well, do a blog then. And the blog will help break down all sorts of boundaries when you come further on to creating other content. But the blog is that doorway to content. If you can get more people reading your blog content by posting it in different platforms, then people can see the value that you've got to give and understand that you are actually a voice of authority in your area of expertise. And the thing is, is that once you've written your blog, just putting it on your website nowadays is not enough. A lot of people will write a blog, stick it on the website. And again, a bit like having video content on your website, expect droves of people to come and find that content and read it. Now, it could be a salesy piece of content, hopefully not, but it could be filled with value. But what if I don't want to come to your website? What if I don't know your website actually exists? If you are not telling people about the content you're creating on other channels, on other platforms, then nobody is going to know that you have this great blog. It's exactly the same as I just launched a brand new channel on YouTube for 30 second long social media tips. It literally launched yesterday, but I've gone out there and I've told everybody on all my social media platforms that it exists, that it's out there. If you wanna go and subscribe, that would be great if you think you're gonna get value from it so that people actually know. And you've gotta do that with your blog. You can't just expect your blog to get an audience to your website. And the thing is, is 
don't just put it on your website. If you have a group, a business page on Facebook, post your blog as a post on that Facebook page. Because the fact of the matter is, is people are on Facebook for a reason and they don't want to have to click links to go elsewhere. So make life easy for them to consume your content and the value that you've got to give by putting that content directly onto Facebook. It's that simple. It's the same with LinkedIn. People don't want to leave LinkedIn because they've gone to LinkedIn for a reason. So either post it as a post, if you can do, if you've not used up all the characters that are available to you, or if you have, post it as an article. Stick it out as an article and get people to read it on LinkedIn as a native piece of content there. Then you can post it in other places, Tumblr and Medium and different forums that are connected to what it is that you do as a business. But just because you've written a blog does not mean that that audience is going to come and read that blog on your website, especially if they don't know about it. So what I want you to take away from today's live is that when you create a blog, or in fact, any piece of content, you have to tell people it exists. You want the, the days of like going viral just randomly are pretty much gone. TikTok still has it. Some of the other short form video websites like Byte and their Triller, they still have it. But generally, going viral doesn't happen that simply anymore. You need somebody behind you to push your content out to a wider audience, be it someone like Lad Bible going, hey, have you seen this video? It's really awesome, made by Simon Scholes. Or like someone like um, Casey Neistat saying, my mate is making some great videos. You should go and have a look at what he's got to say. You're just not going to necessarily grow on your own. You have to put the hard work in. You have to reach out and collaborate to people. You need to start being social on social media. You need to tell people your content actually exists without being really forceful about it as well. So it's fine and dandy telling people that your blog exists by tweeting out about it or putting it on Instagram or putting it out on Snapchat or on TikTok. Those are your own channels. If you go onto YouTube and you have video content connected to that blog, for example, and it's posted on your YouTube channel, and you go onto other channels that are the same kind of content as you and start hijacking their comment section to tell people that your content exists, that's a real dick move. You should not be doing that. What you should be doing is reaching out and just chatting to people in those particular pieces of content because what they will eventually do is come and have a look at your channel, especially if the name of your channel is intriguing, and then come and have a look and go, oh, I quite like this content as well, rather than going in there and going, hey, I'm Simon, and I've got 30-second video tips all about social media. You should come and check me out rather than Gary Vaynerchuk because his audience are so loyal to Gary Vaynerchuk, they're most likely just going to go, screw you, Simon. We're not doing that. So diving in there and helping his audience with some of the questions that they're asking is probably the best way forward for me. So think about that with your blog. You're going to write because you can write. You can sit down and write a very simple blog. It doesn't have to be a massive piece of content. It doesn't have to be filled with statistics and numbers and stuff like that about your industry. What you can do is just sit down and go, here's five things I think might interest you about this industry. And then just bullet point five things. It doesn't have to be massive. It just has to be value and interesting to that potential audience. So think about what you could be writing about. If you've not already planned your content for this month, then you need to do that first. And then you can take what you've planned about and start writing blogs about it. But definitely think about blogging and definitely think about taking that blog and putting it in lots of different places for people to consume that content. Remove the friction so people can consume what it is that you've got to say. 
and just make life easier for people. We're humans after all, and we are inherently lazy. We don't want to do anything that makes life difficult for us. It's why everybody's looking for that magic pill. It's why everybody, all these like, I'm going to say it, snake oil salesmen can get away with selling 1,500 quid courses on Facebook because they can get away with selling 1,500 quid courses on Facebook because there's enough people out there who want the snake oil, who think, well, that must be the magic pill. I will go in there, buy this person's course because it's it's going to solve everything. It's going to fix all my woes. And then you buy the course and then you suddenly discover that actually they're saying the same thing as everybody else. Um, and you spent 1,500 quid on being told, well, you still need to work hard. So just put the work hard work in. Forget the 1,500 quid. I've just saved you it. In fact, if you want, send me a check for 1,000. You've still saved 500 quid and I'll have 1,000 pounds. Awesome. Okay. I think I've said enough, but just start blogging. It is a true doorway to content because once you've created that and posted it in multiple different places, there's so much more you can do with that blog. And if you want to know what that stuff is, download my book. It's 99p. It was free for ages. So if you didn't get your copy, more fool you. But 99p is a drop in the ocean and it could help you massively start creating some more content. Um, so go and have a look at it. How to nine times your social media. It's available in the section below, but I just want to get you blogging. Just start creating some content and blogging is that place to start. Okay, as always, uh, the uh, question lines are open if you've got any questions about blogging, about the fact that it's World Calligraphy Day, um, about anything on social media, about video, just let me know what those questions are. I will do my best to answer as many of them as I possibly can do. Right now as well, if you want to get more questions asked, why don't you share this piece of content with your audience right now? We're staying live for at least a couple of questions. So share this piece of content now with your audience while we're live, and let's see if we can get more questions coming in as well. Uh, but first things first, let's go to our questions anyway. Uh, so I had a question through from Emma, which I actually created as a piece of content this morning. And she asked the question, how many hashtags should I be using on TikTok? So for those of you who aren't using TikTok or don't know what it actually is, it's short form videos, videos up to 60 seconds long, no longer than that, better if they're shorter because they hit harder. Um, and basically it started off as musically, musically didn't hit as hard as they really wanted it to. So they just adapted it ever so slightly, kept in the musical and musically elements, but then changed it so you could put your own videos in there. And uh, yeah, it's absolutely gone ballistic. It's far better than Instagram Reels, which is the new thing that's out. And Instagram seems to think that's going to be the next big thing. But TikTok is never going to be surpassed, I don't think. Um, but anyway, so yeah, TikTok's out there. And you can write your description up to 100 characters. And within that description, you can put hashtags. Now, you can put as many hashtags as you want within those 100 characters. What I would recommend is actually you put a short description, as word economical as you possibly can, about what your content's about, that particular video, not overall your content, that's what your profile's for, but what that particular video is about, and then use the rest of your space for hashtags. Three, maybe four hashtags if you can squeeze them in, um, and that will help your content get discovered, but also help people understand what your content is about as well. Because a lot of people will watch a piece of content and go and have a read of what the description actually says, because it's there on the screen. It's not like YouTube where you have to click a down arrow and you have to scroll away from the main video to be able to read everything. You don't have to do that. It's actually there on the screen. 
So make sure you write a small description about what the video is actually about and then put a few hashtags in. There is a new trend at the moment on TikTok where putting no hashtags is the thing to do and seeing how well your content performs. Um, give it a try. Um, I'd, I'd, TikTok's about one of the few places, like I'd say at the moment, where you could go viral with, with one piece of content. But personally, if you're looking to brand, build a niche and a brand behind TikTok and all the other content you're creating, um, definitely put some hashtags in connected to your niche. Don't go too deep on them and get like massively used hashtags. So for example, me, social media, monstrously used. Social media coach, not so much. So which one am I more likely to use? The one I'm likely to get found on because David Dobrik is probably using social media. Well, I'm not going to get found behind his content because he gets millions of views. But if I use social media coach, I can still get a few hundred views and potentially get some followers out of that because more people are finding my content. So hopefully that helps you, Emma. It's a bit like any other social media platform, really. Definitely use hashtags, but you've got to be wise and clever about which ones you are actually using on the platform of choice. Okay, next question um, coming in from Carl. And this is one that's been asked loads in the past, but we are going to cover it off again because Carl could be brand new to the broadcast. So thank you very much for joining us, Carl. He's asking, what software do you use to get subtitles on your videos? Uh, so um, I don't use it so often at the moment because it does cost money. Um, there's two pieces of software. So there's one I've paid for outright. The one I've paid for outright is called um, Clipomatic, and that allows me to record up to 60-second videos and will AI artificially intelligently create subtitles for that video. Then what I can do is I can go in and edit those subtitles so they're absolutely perfect and then publish that piece of content. The other software that I use is linked down in the section below. It's called Rev.com. There's a link in the section below. It'll save you some money. So if you've never used it before, go and check it out. And basically, it's an online piece of software, and you give them either the URL to your video or you upload your video directly to them, and they will send you a file back that you can upload with your video that has the captions timestamped and perfectly created for you within there. It's about $1.25 for every minute of video for the perfect translation, for the, for the perfect captioning of your content. It's like 99% of the time absolutely right. If now and again you maybe roll some words, it might make a slight mistake, but generally it is 99% of the time absolutely spot on, but it is $1.25 a minute. There is a cheaper version, which is an AI version, and that is $0.25 cents a minute, um, and it will give you a rough draft. About 80% of it will be correct, and then you need the skill set to then be able to go into that and edit it while you're putting it onto your video. With the other file that you get, you can upload it with your video at the same time as you upload your video and you will get perfect captioning on your content. With the rough draft, you definitely need to be able to go in and edit it up before you put it live because it makes mistakes and some big glaring mistakes and errors as well. So you have to correct it because it is only 80% of the words that what well, 80% of the words will be right. So you've got to make sure that you correct it. But it is remarkably cheaper. So if you do have the capability, Carl, to edit videos and you have the skill set to do that and maybe drag in a caption file and edit the caption file, 
that's the service I would recommend because you're going to save yourself a dollar a minute. If you don't have the skill set to do that and you don't know anybody else who has the skill set to do that, i.e. an editor or a production company, then definitely pay the $1.25 a minute. Yes, it might cost you like $10, but then you'll have a perfect translation. You'll have that perfect captioning that you can put out um, and, and have on all your content. Just remember that on Facebook and on YouTube, you can ask, add a caption file after you've uploaded. So your video could be live for a few weeks. Then you could get some money and you go, right, I'm going to upload some captions. You could get those captions created and then upload those captions to YouTube and to Facebook. LinkedIn is a totally different beast. You cannot edit a video in any way, shape, or form once it is live. You can edit the writing that you put in your description. That's fine. But you cannot change anything about the video. You can't add a thumbnail, and you cannot add an SRT file, a caption file, once the video is live. So if you want to be able to do that, you have to have that content created before you put the content live. Because once it's live, you cannot change it on LinkedIn. Facebook, YouTube, you can. Quids in, top, brilliant. But yeah, LinkedIn is a little bit different. You still cannot edit a video once it is live. Okay, Carl, hopefully that has helped you out um, and answered your question. Let's have a quick look, see if we've got any other questions have popped in at all. Nothing at the moment, which is fine by me uh, because it is a glorious day outside. We've been going for 20 minutes and I'm going to go and enjoy the sunshine. Uh, so as always, thank you so much for watching uh, this live stream. If you are brand new and you've never caught any of this content before, how about you subscribe and maybe even if you think your audience will get value from it, you hit share as well so more people can get value from this content. We can keep building the community and get more people asking questions that you might not want to ask, but they will do, and getting the answers that you need to help you keep growing your social media and video content. Until next time, though, which will be Friday, uh, thank you ever so much for watching. Um, still keep staying safe in these weird situations that we're all currently in. And uh, until Friday, have a good one. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.